Hey everybody, welcome back to Time Out with Tackle What's Next, where we speak to athletes and executives about how sport has made a difference and changed the course of their lives and the lessons they've learned in life outside of the game. I'm your host, Danielle Berman, and I am the founder and CEO of Tackle What's Next, where we help athletes create impact outside of the game and find their purpose in life after sports. Thanks for taking a time out with us here at Tackle What's Next. I'm really excited about today's guest. Today we are talking to Jordan Morell. Jordan is a real estate investor and pro soccer player for the Las Vegas Lights FC of the USL. He previously played for Real Monarchs, Pittsburgh Riverhounds, Reno 1868 FC, and Valor FC. Prior to his pro career, Jordan was a member of Canada's U18 and U20 squads, and he played four years of D1's men's soccer at Syracuse University, where he earned his degree in economics. Outside of soccer, Jordan is a real estate investor and owner of the newly launched MIG Inc., and I'm super excited to hear all about this tonight. His new business aims to educate busy professionals about how they can create passive income in real estate. And I see Jordan's on. I'm going to bring him on screen, and we'll get started. Hey, Jordan. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. I'm so excited to catch up and hear all about what you've been up to this year. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> well, let's start with, obviously, the first question is, you're playing pro soccer and you started a business during a global pandemic. So tell me all about <laughs> what that's been like. <laughs> I think it's been amazing. Um, I've really focused in on, on what needs to happen, uh, not to be cliche, but really tackle what's next, you know, so um, shelf life for professional sports isn't forever. So we need to start creating avenues and, and, and ways to create income and support your goals moving forward. Yeah. What did you have to do in terms of I know there's a lot of uncertainty, obviously, still going on, but when you're starting a business, when you're going in to start um, your real estate, being a real estate investor and starting your own real estate firm to educate others, were you benefited by the fact that some people had a lot more time on their hands or were looking for extra income streams? Like, how did you pivot to, to take advantage, you know, in some ways of what was going on? And, and what did you have to change in order to, to keep moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I woke up and realized that there was no soccer at, at all. You know, there was no certainty on when sports were coming back, if they were ever coming back at that moment in time. You know, um, I, for one, have never been in a pandemic and I know a lot of people haven't. So it was really focusing on what I wanted to do um, in terms of my next chapter. And I have been blessed to be educated about financial independence and financial freedom through my parents. And so um, a lot of people don't, aren't taught these types of things. And I want to be that vessel to educate those, especially those who think that they don't have enough money or it's too risky or whatever their, their concerns are, I'm there to help guide them through it and help them achieve their goals. Yeah. Now let's talk about why did you get, how did you get interested in real estate investing and, and what inspired you to start this company? Uh, what inspired me? I think just the passive income. I really, I really like the, the idea of passive income and, and as well as during a pandemic, a lot of things that I thought were essential were taken away, mm. you know? 
um, sports for me was essential, but we realized right away it was gone. Right. But one thing that I, that most people, which are people are fortunate to have is a place to lay their head at night is a home, you know, whether they're renting or, or buying. And one thing that, that really, really stuck out to me was that a place to live is, is a necessity for everybody. And why not be involved in something that everybody needs? Yeah, that's a great point. I think it's shown a lot of areas this whole year has shown a lot of areas where, you know, sometimes change doesn't happen until we really get like kind of a bit forced <laughs> in our face and say, well, it's sink or swim at this point. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's one definite thing people realized is where you home really matter. That's really important. And I love that you talked about how sports, everyone thinks of sports is like a constant. Like, of course, there's sports, you know, the World Series happens, the NBA finals happen, sports. But this year, it was all different. And I think the sports world was thrown for a loop. So let's talk about the impact that sports has made on you and, and why our society considers sports so essential. I want to go back to the very beginning. When did you first experience sports? What sports? playing as a kid and how did you end up choosing soccer oh that's a great question um i think i was born into it honestly um my brother played my dad played i have uncles that played professional i have cousins that played professional in the premier league played for england so <laughs> i think that i was born into it from when i was before i could even walk i had my shin pads on you, yeah. know? So, you weren't given an option <laughs> yeah there was no other option it was like hey you have to do this and you have to be great at it. So um, yeah, and that's how my sports journey began. And I think that being a part of a team, being uh, an athlete has given me tools to grow as a man, as a human being in society. You know, there, there are so many, I think soccer is relatable to everyday life. You know, there are ups and downs and there are challenges that come across your, your desk, let's say. Um, and you have to be able to adjust and adapt and, and then conquer and thrive. Mm -hmm. That's great. And I think that ties really into my, my next question is, what are some of those things that you've pulled from soccer? I mean, you're still playing soccer right now, but how do you see those skills translate? And how do you kind of imagine, you know, how do you translate those skills from on the field to in the business world, working in the real industry? Uh, teamwork is everything. Uh, I'm nothing without my team, you know, uh, that's on the soccer field or off the soccer field. So um, my team is everything. I, I lean on them more, more than uh, they lean on me for sure. So um, just like in soccer, you know, you can't go out and be a one man team. Uh, Messi still needs Busquets, Sergio Busquets and Suarez, other players around the team. And that's how I feel within uh, the business, you know, my, my team members, whether it's the realtors, the lenders, uh, title company, all these, all these people are key to the success and growth of the team. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned earlier too, like the team is so important, but it's also about thinking about how sports applies outside of sports. And so what have you started to do? Like I've, like I've said a couple of times, you're still actively playing, but what have you started to do? you know, in this new 2020 world, but even before that, that have been setting you up to get to this point where you started your own business? Because I'm sure that didn't happen overnight. But you know, yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to hear, how, 
you've been building up to this moment and what are some of the things that you've been doing right now and before now that you up for success off the field? Yeah, I, I really, I really and truly believe the connections that I've made have been a key part to, um, so far my success, you know, I think, um, the connections through Syracuse, like yourself and I, you know, Syracuse alumni, those are those are networks that people need to realize that they can tap into, especially during times. Maybe you feel like you have nothing to offer, but maybe you can offer. Maybe people need something from myself. I always ask, "How can I help?" You mm -hmm. know, I want to add value to people's lives and their businesses before I even think about um, how they could do something in return. I'm always willing to give, and then I know that later on good karma will come or even if it doesn't, I'm okay with that because I'm self-fulfilled with doing my best for other people, just like I am on the soccer team, just like I am within my business. Yeah, I love that. I think it's so important too, to realize that a lot of connections and building a network is giving and not getting. Um, and that if you're always saying, oh, I need this, I need this, you're not gonna make a lot of genuine connections. <laughs> that you say <laughs> i don't no. care if they even come back to me with opportunities for me it's all about putting in the world because that's how people find you and say oh you got to talk to jordan he's the best he's so helpful he's done for me or he connected me with this person um and it's that's definitely how the relationship gets built so i think that's great now when you decided to create mig and you're now in the real estate industry you're supporting people what would you say is crucial to your success? And did sport play a part in teaching you that? Yeah, time management, I think, is huge. Um, there are only 24 hours in the day. Nobody gets anything different, mm -hmm. you know, and how learning how to schedule your time, whether it's in between meetings, as in if I have video in the soccer field and I have training, and then there's a game later on that week, I have to schedule out whether I have training and then lifting. Uh, I need to figure out when's a good time to eat and it and translate over to the business world. You know, I like to wake up early and, and go to the gym. That way I have the rest of the day to do what I need to do so I can schedule things from 6 a.m. onwards because I'm in the gym at five. Mm. So it's just really learning how to time manage, which I learned at school for the most part, even in, in high school, going to college, just time management throughout uh athletics and then translating that over to the business world yeah i think that big thing that a lot of athletes at the college and professional level will say well i don't really have any experience in a professional environment and it's funny because it's like yes you do it's just it's a different professional environment than maybe a typical college graduate or a typical young professional um i think athletes have the best time management of anyone that i know um, especially if you've gone through the college um, you know how to balance class, school, you know, practice, weight training, somehow keeping a social life, right? Like, that's also important. Um, and so I definitely feel like skills like that and criticism, you know, you guys are really great at taking criticism from coaches and that translates to bosses um, and clients and all of that good stuff. Yeah. That's, it's that's a great point you raised right there. I didn't even think about uh, while keeping a social life, you know, we're traveling, we're doing homework, we have exams and then you have training and then you have lifting and then you have to be involved in these classes and that extracurricular activity you also then have your, your sport that you have to take care of so that that's a great point yeah well i think it's you know i i don't like the word balance but prioritizing which is which yeah. is more time management right block out your morning to get your workout done so that you don't 
get to the end of the day and say, oh, well, didn't have time to do it. Like, right. It's like, nope, I myself up for success. So do you think now and ever, like, what does the word routine mean? Have you been trying to keep a routine? I know, like, every day feels the same, and yet every day feels different. Like, I don't know, this world is a little strange, but like, how do you keep moving forward in quarantine-esque times? <laughs> you know, um, one foot in front of the other, you know, you wake up every day and you, I like to write down my goals, whether it's for the week or for the day mm -hmm. or to-do list. So I'm try I try to stay organized in that sense you know I write it down what I need to do if I have an idea I'll put it down on paper so that way it's out there in the world it's not just going to be lost in my mind which a lot of things do get lost <laughs> so keeping the routine like you said as I said I wake up early and go to the gym that's the start of my day um, I, I love getting up and and pushing my my physical abilities to the max just like I would in soccer and then focusing on pushing myself throughout my business to the max as possible. So, yeah. That's great. What would you say athletes can do to make impact in their own lives and, and empower others? Obviously, this year we've seen athlete activism as they're calling it and, and lots of athletes speaking out, but, you know, not even in a, in a huge public way, you know, you're making impact on the lives of, of busy professionals and helping them learn how to make some extra income that could really change their lives. So what advice or what, what would you say is a, is a great tip for athletes looking to say, what's my purpose? What can I do to, to support? Think about what you like doing other than that sport. Obviously it can be related, but the, the doing of practice or the games, think about what you like outside of that. And then think about, what people essentially need mm. and how you can help mesh the two. So I would use my soccer connections because I know in our league, there isn't a financial education program, but I want to help people on my team. We'll start off on my team. And then in the circles that I create, I want to help those people now create this mailbox money, the passive income, because say some players may not be receiving a lot of money or receiving money over four months of, at a time. Mm -hmm. But if they have these investments set up for themselves and they keep repeating over five, 10 years, soccer won't be a thing anymore, but you will have this mailbox money coming in each, each month. Yeah. But for later on. That's a great point. It, it one of our final questions that we always like to ask, but it's great that you mentioned start with something you like that's really important you have to it otherwise you won't put the time in to do it right. um, but the other thing that i love that you said is is just start building small it doesn't have to be an overnight huge life shift but start to build something like you said so that a soccer or whatever sport it is leaves this thing is going and growing and i think that's really important to think about is this doesn't have to be a 70 hour a week commitment that you're adding to your schedule, a full-time job or a whole career change, you know, something like the, the program you're trying to do with your teammates or passive income through real estate, or just make connections on LinkedIn that you can yeah. go to and, and revisit when you are looking for something new. Um, yeah. So I think that's really good, good advice to share. Yeah. And even just 15 minutes a day of something that extra, Mm -hmm. amount to a lot of time over a month over two months over a year five years 10 years 15 minutes a day is not a lot of time you know you could spend 15 minutes on instagram 
very easily, right? <laughs> you know? So if your goal is to read two books a month, then you read 15 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day, you'll probably hit your goal. Right. So just breaking it down to, like you said, one step in front of the other, just small little goals to, to uh, put your achievements on. And then you can mark them off when you get there. I love it. I think that's great advice for athletes thinking about whatever their next step is. It doesn't have to be the sweeping change. And it is those small, like build that consistency and, and it will, it will for you in the long run. So my only other question is, um, what would you say to your younger self about getting prepared for, for life beyond sports and, and preparing for what's next? Oh, I would... I would tell myself to invest in real estate a lot earlier. Um, the the best time to start investing in real estate I hear was 30 years ago. The next <laughs> time is right now. So, exactly. you know, I wasn't alive 30 years ago, so I'm going to start right now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I would definitely tell my, my younger self to, to create connections as well. Create a lot more connections and invest early. Yeah, and I think that start now is the best advice right it's it's they're never too late to, to start thinking about what's next and like you said the best time may have been years ago but the next best time is is at this moment find that 15 minutes and and start reaching out to people intentionally about what you want to do exactly. um, well jordan what's what's next for you what's coming up with your business with with sports side of things where where can people find you to learn more yeah, so um, we are, we're going to keep focusing and keep helping professionals, busy professionals, and any other person who wants to learn about real estate and passive income. And uh, people can find me at jmorell4. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Jordan Morell on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, I, I use all those platforms. I like to try to use all those platforms well, so um, I'm, I'm readily available to be connected to there. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming to time out with Tackle What's Next. I'm so glad to hear everything's going well and your business is taking off here. And uh, you know, again, everyone tuning in and watching this later on, make sure you go follow Jordan here on Instagram and on other platforms and uh, check out uh, I M I G, excuse me, and what he's building there. And if you're ever interested in real estate, now you know who to talk to. Jordan's your guy to reach out to on LinkedIn or Instagram and set up some time to chat and learn more. So Thank you so much here, Jordan. It was great to have you on. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to the next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Time Out with Tackle What's Next. I hope you enjoyed the show and that you learned a lot from our awesome guest. Don't forget, you can subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It really helps us reach even more incredible listeners. And make sure you share this episode with a friend who you think would love this conversation and learn a lot. Thank you to Danielle Parr and Ethan Kenny from Team Tackle What's Next for their help editing and creating this series. And we'll see you next time for another Time Out with Tackle What's Next.